This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Ticks and Bones Can Break My Toes. Oh, this is exactly why Cheryl left. Now, that's coats, galoshes over here. But hurry, please. We have so much time and so little to see. Wait a minute. Strike that. Reverse it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, those who identify as non-binary, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that would enjoy a Wonka scrum bar and wash it down with some fizzy lifting drink. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And today we're here to talk about the classic Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Yes. Not the other ones. Not any... What other ones? Charlie? I don't know any other ones other than <laughs> this movie. Wonka, Matt. With Timothy Chalamet. It's actually Timothy. Yeah, I know. You were telling me this. Yeah. But everybody calls him Timothy. Fucking stupid. Mm. Uh, so it's directed by Mel Stewart. Mm-hmm. Who's in this movie? A lot of you people. You got Gene Wilder as Plays Willy Wonka. Titular Willy Wonka. You got Jack Albertson as Grandpa Joe and Peter Ostrom as Charlie Bucket. And all the other kids don't matter. I'm not fucking listing them. Why? There's a lot. Dude, there's so <laughs> fucking many. I'm not going to list <laughs> every picked, single one of these fucking the kids. You the movie. That's why sometimes I just pick a movie where it's like two people I'm are not in it. Fucking not no. What you, Dennis Denise Nickerson is Violet. Yeah. Dodo Denny is Miss Mrs. TV. You really want me to talk about Mrs. TV? You're gonna have not to bring Mike them up. Mike TV and... is Paris. Paris Themen is Mike TV. Yeah. The little kid, the little cowboy kid. Yeah. Yeah, the one that's like, man, I wish this gun was real. It's like, ha ha, son, when you turn twelve. He's like movie. 11. Yeah. <laughs> the dad's just like, oh yeah. my God, I hope he doesn't make it to 12. Hey, he's going to shoot up the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would be the one that's like, I'm going to bring this gun to school. All right. That's school shootings aside. Yeah. <laughs> what's this movie about? This movie, Zach. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. Ch- it's chocolate. It's only chocolate. It's just chocolate. But it's Charlie, this, this selfless, poor little bastard, mm-hmm. is able to get the life, the gift of a lifetime by getting a golden ticket. To go into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a tour, and then by the end... It is just a fucking <laughs> fucked up tour. Well, we were talking about it where it's like, it'd be so funny if like in the real world, it's like, hey, you're going to get a tour of this chocolate factory, and it's just like, here's the desk where we do all the filing. Yeah, I here's said the, the box w- factory yeah. from The Simpsons. Where it's yeah. like, <laughs> here's where these boxes go. Here's the room where we do payouts for all the employees. <laughs> well, I like it too, because that's like... It's like when you actually get into the factory, it's like both sides of that. You have like the wonderful, beautiful scene of, you know, like the world of imagination. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's like this lovely, like chocolate candy filled world. And it's like the next scene after the boat is like the f- where they actually make it. And it's just this like rundown, shitty gray warehouse. And yeah. Like throwing shoes and coats into like cauldrons yeah there's like tarps over everything where it's like hey it's not ready yet yeah it, it's it's a little bit of um like seeing how the how the fudge is made mm-hmm. literally you know to be honest i've i've seen this movie maybe like four or five times at this point in my I've life seen this movie a lot of times yeah i've i've never fully fully like watched every single piece of it I don't know what you mean by that. I've always either, like, fallen asleep or, like, had something to do where I had to, like, leave the room. Oh, you mean, like, fast forward through parts of it? Oh, I fast forward. All right, yeah, okay, no, <laughs> shut up, fuck you. I fast forwarded through, the, like, 
the opening, shut up. That's the, important. The opening credits of just chocolate. Yeah, being it's made? nice to see it be made. Okay. It's really smooth. It's nice. It's soothing. It's got the nice golden ticket instrumental over it. And this fucking asshole was like, start fast forwarding through. I was like, dude. It was 30 seconds. We've been doing this podcast for a while now, and it's the first fucking time that you're like, ah, let me just it's, get through. It's a 70s movie. Like, the, the credits are all, like, the first five minutes. That doesn't matter. It's what we need to watch. I'm also not that into chocolate. I don't really <laughs> like chocolate. And I like it, too, because it's, like, right afterwards, it's like the kids are running into the shop, and I'm like, well, the kids are running. We've <laughs> seen kids run before. Yeah. Why aren't we fast-forwarding through this? I've seen kids run at some <laughs> point in my life, so yeah, we don't need to see all this. That scene irks me, too. It's one of those things where it's, and I said it when we were watching it, mm-hmm. I was like, who's paying for all this chocolate? Yeah. Because the shop keeps just throwing it around. Oh, yeah. Fucking Bill, I think his name was. I don't know if he has a name. He uh, does. It was supposed to be Sammy Davis Jr. No, I know that. But they were like, we don't want anybody famous. Yeah. Why well, we, we can't afford anybody famous. So we're going to get this guy. And he does a good job. He, sing, he sings that song. I like that song. <laughs> Yeah, Who can make good. the sunrise? The candy man can. Yeah, the manny man. And then yeah. that's the only parts that we can sing without getting copywritten. You betcha. Um, yeah, so this movie... I love this movie. Yeah, it, it's got a huge nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more so for like our generation that like grew up on like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I feel like kids nowadays... Well, it came out in 71. No, I know. How old do you think we are? You're like 89, right? Yeah. No, we got raised on the shit one, which I don't acknowledge as a movie. No, well, yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was, like, when we were in, like, our early teens. But, like, the only thing that I like about that one is that the squirrels are real. Okay, wow. (laughs) What a fuck. Put that on the box. (laughs) The squirrels are real. (laughs) One out of five stars. They actually took the time to train the squirrels. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that fucking train wreck. We're going to talk about the good one. Talking yeah. about this movie. But no, like this this movie has like a nostalgia feel to it. And also fuck you, because like we grew up on like shit like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which came out in the fifties. No, I'm not saying that it's like I don't remember watching this as a kid. What are you talking about? I remember watching this as a kid. I don't remember watching this. Yeah. I remember watching this like every year as an adult. No, I watched this as a kid and like Again, that p- points into the direction of like me not being able to pay attention through most of it. Because like yeah. for the longest time, I was just like, really, that's how it ends? Of like them just in the fucking elevator and yeah, they shoot up. Yeah, I know. He lives happily ever after, Zach. Yeah, and then until it crashes back down because well, it's until an it elevator. crashes down into the sequel to the book that never got made and mm-hmm. as a movie because why would you? Yeah, but um, as I was saying, like this movie has like that very nostalgia feel to it, where it's like. I can see what you mean of, like, it's just a comfort film. Like yeah, it's, it, it, it's wonderful. It feels great just to, like, watch it and enjoy it. And, like, to be honest, this movie has a lot of really great things. Like, I think the comedy lands, like, all the time. Like, there's never a point where I'm just like, wow, that was a really, like, dull laugh to well, it. Well, it's like, I, I love it, too, and I really appreciate how much <clears throat> happens before we actually get into the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, because you don't get... Gene Wilder until the 45 minute mark which this movie's an hour and 45 minutes so it's like a good third of the movie he's not in it at all but that's fine because then you have everything else carrying it you have all the fun vignettes yes of like you want your case of Wonka boss (laughs) (laughs) class dismissed (laughs) well we're gonna move the tests to Monday about the things that we learned on Friday so it's not actually anything that we learned yet 
Yeah. And the teacher that can't do division <laughs> anything other than like tens. Yeah, I know. He's like, two chocolate bars. How am I supposed to divide that by 10%? Yeah, I know. The Seisman system 4004. Oh, yeah. It's I like, could it'll tell show you exactly where I yeah. can shove and <laughs> put it. I love that part. What would a robot want with chocolate? <laughs> and the angel came to me in my dream and told me where the last golden ticket is. What did he say? Oh, why does it matter? <laughs> Just yeah. tell me where the ticket is, god yeah. damn it! Like, all that stuff is, like, it's really, hilarious. really good, like, classic humor to me. Like, that's just, like, where it's not taking jabs at anybody. It's not, like, trying to be, like, like overly, like, raunchy. It's just, like, good, genuine humor. Yeah, it's that, one like, on its own. actually lands. Like, all the stuff, like, of people going chaos for trying to find, like, the uh, golden ticket. I also like, too, that's, like, every single time, like, a kid gets the ticket... There's usually something funny that's going on. Like, we talked about Mike TV. I love fucking, um, uh, what's his, goddamn, the German kid. Oh, wow. If you, if you've listed off all the names. It doesn't matter, Zach. It's not, I wanted to say Auschwitz, but like, Zach, I, that's the, yeah, I know. Come on. It's something with an What egg. the fuck? It's like Gunter or something like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like fucking. <laughs> Gunter. <laughs> Just chops everybody. Oh, yeah, I know. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> like, like, how the, how you feel? Hungry. Yeah, and the dad that <laughs> the eats dad the just microphone. Eats the mic. Yeah. He's like, oh, you must be really proud of your son. And he just, like, bites into it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's like Alter or something. Something German. Something very Yeah, German. obviously it's something fucking German, Zach. He's yeah. a German boy. Mm-hmm. Come on with that stuff, man. Uh, but, yeah, it, this movie is fucking hilarious. I, I can't think of any point where it's not funny. And especially even, too, with Gene Wilder, how, like... He hates these kids. Oh, I know. He's it's so like, apparent. No, stop. Come back. <laughs> Help. Police. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't care. Yeah. Which... And I love that. So, oh, Gloop. Yeah, but what's his first name? Gloop. His last name is Gloop. Oh, Augustus. Augustus. Augustus Gloop. That's it. Yeah. I knew it was something with an A. Gets stuck in the fucking chocolate river. Yeah. All of the kids, like, getting, like, like basically killed off. Mm-hmm. Because like they, because this is a murder movie. Yeah, probably basically <laughs> it's a horror movie. Yeah, they, there are plenty of things that suggest that this is a horror movie. Yeah, um, especially that tunnel scene. But we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Scene. Yeah, like all the kids, like how they basically die, are like very creative. Like, yeah, Augustus being like sucked up into the pipe. You got a violet that turns into like the giant blueberry. Violet, you're turning violet, violet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have the other one, uh, something, something like Frenchy kind of name. I can't remember the her bitch? name. The bitch. Yeah, the you bitch. You could say one. the bitch. Yeah, because that's what getting she is. Getting shot down like the bad egg hole. I like her song too. I always think it's. Yeah, fun. I want it now. Yeah, I want everything. Yeah, that's this, the songs in this. I don't always remember. Mm-hmm. But like when I whenever I watch this movie too, I'm like, oh, that's a fun song. Yeah, you got except a favorite. Except for, oh yeah, except for like the fucking the the mom singing about Charlie. It's such a bizarre song. Like I told you too when we were watching it. It's based like the context of the song is like give up on your dreams, don't pursue anything that you wouldn't find enjoyment with, and just live life. And it's mm-hmm. like that's horrible because Charlie is so like impressionable. Yeah. As a character, where it's like just let him dream, let him have fun. But not to the extent where he becomes an asshole because of Grandpa Griffith. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, fucking, let, let's talk about Grandpa Joe. Because, like, I feel like when we were kids, it was much more lighthearted. 
Mm-hmm. But, like, as adults, you really kind of get the feeling that, like, Grandpa Joe is just, like, really after this just to get, like, a better life. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he immediately gets back up. Yeah. He's singing that it's his golden ticket. Yes. Not Charlie's. Not who, Charlie's. Who clearly it. got it. Yeah, but it's his. And it's, like, even... I think about that, too, at the end where he's, like, well, how could you do this to a poor boy? And it's, like, Grandpa Joe, where's your accountability? Yeah. You're the one that was, like, hey, you he's not here. Let's get this fizzy lifting drink. Mm-hmm. You drank the fizzy lifting drink. You, you lose, sir. <laughs> I love that fucking part. It's yeah. so intense. I know. I know it's like a meme. That's mm-hmm. like everybody memed it. But it's like we we're talking too. It's like the music cuts off. It's like it's Gene Wilder acting his ass off. Mm-hmm. He's shouting random words <laughs> like etc. etc. Like the different sections, and it's like he nails it. It's yeah, fucking cause amazing. Because like, I think that that like is a really cool part where, like, the whole film is, like, very whimsical and very, like, imaginary, and it, it's very, like, outside of this world, and then he goes into his office, and, like, yes, there are, like, the things where it's, like, in his office, it's only, like, half yeah, of shit. Yeah, everything's half. But, like, without the music and, like, him taking a more serious tone, it's, like, that's him as, like, an actual, like, business owner. Yeah, because that's all this is, too. He just wants to find somebody that's pure of heart. Pure of heart! <laughs> <laughs> you remember that from Gravity Falls? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, come on, with the unicorn? Yes. Yes. No, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beat the shit out of it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like he just wants to find a child who's pure of heart that he can pass the business on mm-hmm. that would be able to do the right thing. And yeah. because Charlie gives back the everlasting gobstopper, mm-hmm. it allows him to be able to actually see that. It's like, wow, Charlie's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's impressionable, and he's got yuck-ass teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but well, like, they're in like... Poland, Britain, Germany? No, I don't. Well, think it's filmed in Germany. in Germany. It's filmed in Germany, but yeah. I, I think it's supposed to take place in like either Poland or like England. But it's like the teacher's British. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. But Charlie's not British. But his mom is Irish. <laughs> but no, nobody else has any accent. Yeah. But then they have like Augustus, who's in Germany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't fucking know. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, this other parts of this movie. I feel I, I feel like Gene Wilder is like really like the bread and butter to this film. Yeah, like he makes this movie. Like and and I know you know this, but like there was like this cool thing where when Mostor like was done like creating the script and everything for this film, and he was like trying to find who was going to play Willy Wonka. He went to Gene Wilder, and Gene was like, "I'll do it on one condition, and that's I want to do the somersault when I'm first revealed." Yeah. And that was, like, because we were talking about it where it's, like, that's really cool because it's, like, once he does that, you don't know from that point on whether Willy Wonka is lying or not. Because yeah, he, you can never trust him. Yeah, because he faked out everybody. Mm-hmm. But it was it was still really funny because um, Mel Stewart was, like, so if, if I say no, you're not going to do this movie? And he was, like, yep. He was, like, <laughs> that's all right, fine, we'll do it. Yeah, it's great. I love that part. Because he only had... Um, Gene Wilder in mind to do the film. Yeah. No, I can't think of anybody else doing this role but Gene Wilder. Like, he's perfect. Yeah, it just works. Yeah, and... He he brings such, like, a very whimsical, very, like, energetic style to this film that, like, to me, it's a moment of the character outlasts the film. Yeah. Where it's like, people might not know what Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is, but they know the character Willy Wonka because of Gene Wilder. Yeah. And 
in my opinion, it's probably his best role that he's ever done. Yeah, I, I can think of other stuff, too, that he's been in that's great. But, like, this is the one that I feel like really solidifies him as an actor. Yeah. Because he's wonderful in this. He has so much a range of emotion between, like, happiness. He can be very controlling. He mm-hmm. can be blunt. He can be very direct. He can be really loving. And it's, like, it's all over the place. And it all works in a very funny way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about it always, too, when he grabs that bitch's face. And he's like, we are the music makers. Yeah, I know. And we are the dreamers. And he's basically just telling her, like... If we're going to make a snozberry, we're going to fucking make a snozberry. So don't question it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's that whole funny like theory that like Willy Wonka takes place in the same world as um Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Why? You didn't know about this where no. it's like they they reference like snozberries in Clockwork Orange, like somebody's reading a book and like they talk about snozberries. So it's like, oh, they there's like this whole thing of like it could be a connected universe. That's ridiculous. Mm. Look into it. It's it's kind of funny. That's just stupid. Yeah, but you that's know. like saying that oh, some you know, like in the usual suspects, somebody eats an apple, and then somebody eats an apple in Narnia, so it's like they're connected. I think Snozberries is a little bit more of like grounded for it. Yeah, but it's, it's still like, just like it could just be a reference to the book. Like fucking Hitchcock could have just read the or uh, not Hitchcock. Uh, Stanley Cooper could have just read the book and be mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna put a Snozberry line in here. Yeah, well, it could have been nothing. Could have been something, too. It's definitely nothing. We'll look into it, and then we'll talk. I'm absolutely not um, going to. All right. Another part. Ah, uh, the tunnel. We God just damn it. Tunnel. That fucking nightmare fuel of a tunnel ride. Oh, the where, like, literally, <laughs> Willy Wonka is just, like, yelling and, like, <laughs> yeah, towards the end. He's it's amazing. staring right into the camera, <laughs> and his eyes are just bug-eyed, and yeah. he's just yelling and yelling, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, dude, like this is a kids movie. Yeah. But then again, too, like most of this film if you really sit down and like pay attention to it, it's not for kids. No, it, it's definitely not. You I mean, there's some fun things that mm-hmm. like you have the Oompa Loompas. You yeah. have like most of the time too when like the kids die, quote unquote, it's like they do it in like pretty fun ways. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much of this too that it's like it can be really fun, but then it can be very strange, and then it can be really scary. Yeah, like it can the, be really serious. It's like all the, over the place. The cleaver cart guy in the beginning. I have no idea what that guy's job is, but I, I love him. He just he's carrying he's like, around. Just don't a... stay away. Everybody that goes in never comes out. Yeah, he's just got a <laughs> cart of like fucking butcher <laughs> nice. knives and cleavers, yeah. and I'm like, what is your job, sir? Are you selling <laughs> these to I kids? Know. But I, I want to say too, which is a point that I haven't. This is the first time I noticed it from when we rewatched it, where it's like after the part where he's like, there's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. He goes like, huh? And it scares yeah, Mrs. TV. She like jumps. She's yeah. like, huh? Which <laughs> I just, thought was... He just fucking gets her. Like real fucking like evil energy, like just to like scare somebody when they're in a tunnel where the background is showing like Slugworth and like decaying... Um, mice. Yeah, and, like, and a chicken getting and, decapitated. Yeah, chicken getting decapitated, like worms, like coming up out of the ground. It's yeah. like, my God. Like, and I just love because it ends because they're like, we're here. Yeah, and it's like, why was this in the movie? Because just to like scare them more, I guess. Yeah, because it's a terrifying scene. Like, even for like, a, like I think Frank and I talked about this um, last year, like in the the horror scenes that like scared us or like one of the ones where it's like uh horror scenes that scarred us as children and it's like he talked about that scene yeah. and it was like yeah it's pretty fucking jarring i love how there's like two different parts in this too where it's like 
the actors don't know what it is going into it. One is, of course, seeing the actual, like, beginning part of the, the factory where it's, like, the lovely world and it's, like, all the chocolate and the and all the stuff. And it's, like, that's pure enjoyment and fantasy because that's the first time they've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I love how they also did that with the boat ride of, like, we're just not going to fucking tell anybody about this. And it's to the genuine fear yeah. <laughs> of all these kids and people. Because they're like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. It's yeah. perfect. It yeah. speaks so much to what this movie is about, like, chaotic energy mm-hmm. that is just fun and exciting and happy to be around. Well, yeah, because it makes the... Because you see, like, the the actors are actually genuine with, like, their facial expressions about it. Like, again, how we were talking about with um when they first get introduced to, like, the, the actual, like, well-known, like, candy portion of the factory Mm -hmm. and it's like everybody's going around like eating shit and it's like the people that that built that like really didn't have a whole budget so they were like this movie is famously known to be under budget they're like fuck it we have like a million dollars which in 71 was like nothing yeah so they're like ah we're just gonna fucking i don't know spray paint this beach ball i don't know yeah (laughs) and like we're just gonna paint like this umbrella to make it look like a mushroom yep and it's like we're just I don't know, we'll put mushrooms, like, like marshmallows on it. You could yeah. just eat the marshmallows from it. <laughs> they even had, like, just the like the candy that were just balloons. Yeah. Which was really funny. <laughs> but I, I, I do think that it's it's fun to point out that, like, the actual Chocolate River is made of real chocolate. Yeah. Because it's a mixture of chocolate, water, and cream. So, like, technically, it is chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just chocolate milk, which is yeah. great. So it's like you can't actually drink it. So like that was really cool in the fact that like they actually went full force in like making that. But there are like a lot of really good like portions of the film where it's like even though using like CGI it looks pretty good. Like ah uh, no, there there's <laughs> no. there's there's like two that I really like. There's like the um what is it? There's the when they're like riding on the um fuck I can't talk the the soda. Yes. Uh, car, yep. and it's like they get all like foamed up, and then like going through, and yeah, that like, part's great. Polished where again, where it's just like this thin barricade, and then it's like the car goes in, and then it just kind of like disappears, and then it comes back out again. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I love think, that part. I think about like um, Violet when she's like turning into the blueberry. Like I really like the effect of like her face just like within the span of like fifteen seconds, like becoming more and more blue. Yeah, no, that was easy. They just shined a blue light on her. Yeah. Um, Mike when Mike TV, like, yeah, when he's yeah. atomized, yeah, like that's that's actually pretty good looking. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna give him credit. Like that looks pretty good for like. The well, 70s. I like that they built a little set too of yes. him like stepping out of the TV. Yeah, and that's great because he's just he's small because he gets shrunk. Uh, but no, I mean the one part that I'm referring to as well with the fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, which I looks get like it. Dog shit. That one, that one looks pretty bad. <laughs> it's like when really bad. Like when you can see the wires. You can see the wires, mm-hmm. and then it's that shot where it's like. It pans up and it's like they're floating and it's like it's just this green screen and they look like dolls. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Which is also why they put so much bubbles because like it's distracting of how many bubbles yeah. are in the foreground. But that's to cover up the, the strings. And we talked too. It's like that would be a brutal one. That's not like you don't get an Oompa Loompa song for that. You just get fucking chopped up in the fan. <laughs> they're like Oompa Loompa fuckity fuck. This kid's chopped up. We'll get a bucket. I like that you were mad at me that I could, like... I can't burp on command. I just want you yeah, to know that. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I can just burp, though. No, but, like... Who, uh. Yeah, like, who can burp uh. on command? I can't do that. I, I can't burp on command. I just have... 
Like I'm drinking soda, like, and I drink no, things I'm and I eat things. I just burp it out. Yeah, but you just did that just uh. now. Like you're burping <laughs> right now. Like I can't, I can't do that. I had like a, a soda, like 20 minutes ago. Also, too, Zach, it just comes when it comes. lifting drink is carbonated, so you're probably gonna have to burp anyways once you drink it. No, I get that, but like I don't really burp that often, so it's like. By the way, like most of Willy Wonka's candies seem like dangerous to have. At least the ones that, like, in his in his actual factory. Like, we said, too, it's like, you drink fizzy lifting drink outside, like, you're going into orbit. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> you're done. Uh, the exploding candy yeah. for your enemies, like... That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, even yeah. the everlasting gobstopper, where it's like, it's supposed to never lose flavor. Yeah. So it's like, what, you just, like, chew it forever? I guess you just could get tired of it and spit it out well yeah you spit it out but then like or it could be like uh what violet does and like you put it behind your ear no i i get that but like at some point it's gonna get disgusting like you have a cat walk by it and then it's covered in cat hair because it's got saliva so it's stickier you could put it i don't know in a jar in a glass jar yeah, somewhere maybe not just on the floor Put it in like a Ziploc bag. You can put tin foil over it. Oh, that's such a pain in the Why ass. Why are you going to put it somewhere that a cat could easily walk over it? Why do you want a candy that you can easily just consume whenever you want it at any point in time and then put it back on the shelf? Yeah, no, I want that. Why? <laughs> that sounds like a good thing. Well, if it tastes good, I want to keep enjoying like, it. Like, I get for, like, maybe, like, buying purposes. It's like, oh, you don't, you only have to buy one yeah, candy. Yeah, you would never have to buy it ever again. But then that's also going against... Their, I their you mar- capitalism. <laughs> yes. Well, their market scheme, because it's like, oh, people are only going to buy one of these, so it's like their sales are going to plummet for well, it. Well, I mean, if, but if everybody buys one, that's pretty good. People go way too crazy in this movie for candy. Well, yeah. Well, because it's a fucking... I mean, the main reason is because it's the opportunity of a lifetime to go into the Willy Wonka's factory. So, yeah, people are going to buy fucking hundreds of chocolate bars. I guess so. And the queen buys that crate. Oh, yeah, I know. But <laughs> Your they won't majesty. Sh- they won't- well, that's what I'm saying. That makes me think that, like, oh, this, this movie takes place in, like, England. <sighs> but I could be wrong again. You're probably wrong. It's like a mixture of Europe. That's all this uh, this movie is said. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is the fact that you're part of a whimsical world where you get to enjoy all this fantasy and this humor and it's fun and it's satirical and it's great. Yeah. I love it. What's the? What do you think about the themes for this film? themes yeah oh well you know like i think charlie as a character has a really great one of like what it means to be selfless yeah you know like just because that's what ultimately gets him the golden ticket Mm -hmm. what ultimately too allows him to get the chocolate factory because he's he gives back the gobstopper yeah even though he's not like you lose like he doesn't give up like he's willing to be able to just share pieces with him it's like so yeah I, i think it's this idea of you know like being able to be kind being able to be selfless, like helping out others. Um, don't be an asshole. Yeah. This movie shows it's like, well, if you're going to be a dickhead, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> Karma's going to get you. Yeah. Um, I also think this movie is about like scratching and clawing to get out of poverty. Yeah. Because like you look at like where Charlie lives, like he shares a basically a studio apartment with like five other people mm-hmm. and he can't afford anything. And his mom works, like, a fucking 80-hour week just to, like, wash clothes, just to get, like, what is it, like, beet juice as dinner? Uh, cabbage. Yeah, cabbage. cabbage cabbage water as cabbage dinner. Cabbage water, yeah. But like, I, I think it's also, too, like, going along with my 
my belief of the theme where it's like I feel like it also connects of like how are you going to get out of poverty? Yeah, are you like, going to do it the right way or are you going to do it you know like the wrong way? Because ultimately that could have also worked where it's like if he sold the Gobstopper to Slugworth, that it's lost like, anyways. Well, yeah, he would have lost anyways because Slugworth isn't actually evil. Yeah, but in if that wasn't the case, it could also be that way of like, will you sell it and you get ten thousand dollars, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like one of those things of like, well, you could do that, but then what are you doing? Like, you're you're cheating, you're manipulating, you know. And in your sense too, it's like getting out of poverty, but are you going to do it in a way that still keeps your morals, still keeps your values, and practicing actually what's important to you? Yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, too, I think it's just to, like, bad people suck, make fun of them, and don't care about them, <laughs> and then just enjoy chocolate, just enjoy life, because that's what, that's what this movie makes me feel. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel like, oh, man, this is so much fun. Just, like, take time. If anybody hasn't seen this movie, just, like, it's just a wonderful way to be able to just laugh and take time out and just enjoy something that's good. Yeah, it's just a really, really genuinely nice movie. Yeah. It, it, it gets, like... Probably, it's it's probably it's it's probably like the closest thing to like a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Like I I want to give it like a nine point nine everlasting gobstoppers out of ten. Yeah, because yeah. I don't like I I really try my hardest not because there is no such thing really as like a perfect movie. No, but, perfection but, doesn't. But movies come very 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 close. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like this movie is the closest to perfection mm-hmm. that it could be. So yeah. Nine out of nine. Uh, nine out of nine. <laughs> nine out of nine. <laughs> yeah, that's basically yes. perfect. It's <laughs> nine well out of nine. Yeah, you might as well just say ten out of ten. Yeah, it's just point. a ten out of ten. I fucking love this movie. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's. It, I believe it's perfect. Yeah. There's, I can't think of anything that's particularly wrong with what it was and what when it was made. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. So, ten out of ten. Cool. Awesome. Matt, you got a recommendation? I sure do, Bucko. Yeah. What game is it? Ah. You foolhardy little bitch. I'm not recommending a game today. Oh, really? I'm not. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, no, Zach, I'm actually yeah, really no, surprised. Because yeah. like, you're going to you... fucking recommend a documentary or a foot powder in the next one. So yeah. fuck you. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to recommend, too, something that I randomly started watching with my wife that uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed. And I didn't expect to enjoy it because like, we watched the first episode of it on her phone in my car when we uh-huh. had breakfast. I was like, eh, you know, but we watched like all of it yesterday. Uh, so on YouTube, there's this animated series called Hell of a Boss. Oh, I know about this. Yeah, yeah, the fucking um, wait, maybe not actually. It's is is it like the animated show where it's like the hotel in hell? Well, no, that's a different one made by the same people. Gotcha. Um, yeah, which is on Amazon Prime. This is just on YouTube. Okay. So, but it it follows this group of like hired mercenaries in hell that's basically like if you die in hell they're like in real life (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like well and if you die in hell and then you like want to get revenge on people in the living you hire these like imps and then they just go up and shoot them so it's really funny and it's great animation uh the guy that voiced invader zim is in it oh cool it's also got some random people that show up like we were just watching it and it's like a youtube animated series and it's like what Norman Reedus just showed up and Kesha? <laughs> yeah, like, I think I, I, I think I watched like the very first like demo episode when they first put it out. Yeah, because I know there is 
There's one season that's fully completed, and then mm-hmm. season two, as of right now, is still ongoing. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's got some really fun animation. It's really funny. <laughs> it, it's genuinely pretty fun at times. Uh, there's also some really cool moments. There's also some fucking awesome horror moments. Like, there's a like a prince that's like this owl, and it gets summoned. It's the scariest shit. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But overall, it's a, just a really fun time. It's free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Episodes are only like 15 minutes long. Um, it has a lot of soul. It has a lot of good music. And everybody's hot. Like, mm-hmm. everybody in the show is fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I watch the first episode and there's this, like, goth werewolf girl, I'm like, nice. oh, nice. people fucking... People jerk off to this show. (laughs) People make porn of you, I bet. And they make a joke of that in, like, one of the episodes of, like, who would get off on this? And then everybody looks at the camera, and it's (laughs) like, yeah. Yeah, they know. But, yeah, it's just super fun, and it it definitely has, like, that Invader Zim kind of energy if it's more Mm adultish. Because, you know, like, they curse and swear, and everybody's making out and stuff. Uh, But, yeah, overall, too, like, check it out. It's, like, free on YouTube. Super fun. I'm really enjoying it. Hell of a boss. Nice. Yeah. So Zach, what what are we doing next? We do it we're gonna do something else, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, good. I know what we'll do I don't remember the Simpson quote thing that you try to do every episode. Was I not ready for that? Was that Oh like I didn't do it. Oh, okay. You want me to set you up and see if it works? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, Zach. You look like you have something to say. Do you? Yeah, I got something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's I certainly do, right? Yes, I oh, okay. certainly do. Gotcha, okay. I have um, to go now. My right. planet needs me. Just think of that part. You know that joke. Yeah. And then, like, just think of the things before that. Yeah, I got it. Um, you don't, though. No. You're I'll saying th- that, <laughs> but you don't. Yeah, what's up with that guy? <laughs> All right. So, uh, next episode, we are going to be doing some of our favorite character arcs in films. So characters going from the beginning of the film to the end like the the development that they made zero to hero yeah basically hercules hercules would have been a good pick yeah that would have been a good one fuck Fuck. okay (laughs) well (laughs) stick around for that so zach this um this podcast was drinking from the chocolate river and it fell in and it got sucked up we got to shoot it out man before it gets into the incinerator that may you know, like, it comes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have a 50-50 chance of it being incinerated or not. So, <laughs> let's get it out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Matt, come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. <laughs>